can't relate or communicate with your teen? Welcome to Baffled with your hosts, Jason and Sam, who are here to help you understand your misunderstood teen. As teen educators and trainers, they understand what it is that is baffling you as a parent. Enjoy the show. All right. Welcome back to Baffled. We are excited to be back and uh, we are continuing our conversation about relationships and building uh, healthy relationships. And so what we want to uh, focus on today in this conversation is how teens can build healthy relationships, which is very, very important. In fact, I have a quote here, and this says, a healthy relationship doesn't drag you down, it inspires you to be better. And that is by Mandy Hale. So Sam, what does that mean? What is that, uh, by Mandy Hale, what does that uh, quote mean to you? Well, for, by relationships, we're not just talking about dating today. I know that's where we always go with that. But, I mean, any interaction you have with somebody is a relationship, right? The, the, who the teens go to school with. Their actual dating relationships, their friendships, teammates, like choir mates, whatever they do. So it's just overall relationships is what we're going to focus on. But I see this and I think of like, well, how do we gauge if this is a good friendship, good relationship in any sense? It's by, are we inspiring to be better, right? Obviously, people like people might drag us down sometimes. There could be positives, negatives, but like, is me being friends with this person making me better, influencing me to be better, or is it dragging me down? And if this person's dragging me down, that's not healthy. This person is bringing me up, you know, and sometimes what may seem like hurtful words can help us, you know, in a construction like that. So that, that's kind of, I see it as a relationship gauge test. You know, it kind of reminds me of that old illustration with the chair. You know, you know what I'm talking about? When someone stands on a chair and then somebody mm-hmm. uh, grabs their arm and pulls them off the chair, and which is very easy to do. But then the second part of it, the person on the chair has to pull the other person up on the chair, which is harder because, you know, the person's not easy to lift like that. So uh, it's easier to drag somebody down than to pull somebody up. And mm-hmm. so that's why... Uh, building healthy relationships and finding the right friends is important. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's start with the first question here. Uh, to you, what makes someone a good friend? Um, I mean, it's, it's first it's someone I want to seek to be around. So someone I can trust. Uh, I don't, I mean, I don't share a lot of personal things anyway. So I, you know, I trust you when I'm sharing things with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I mean, I, I like to pretty much make jokes all the time. So someone that has humor that can add on or someone that, that can take sometimes being a quick punching bag and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but also someone that's going to be honest with me. Like, uh, I don't like hiding from the truth, people hiding from the truth from me. So I, we, we, when we talk in the schools, I'm like, if I walked in with a pink mohawk, a crop top, and a kilt, it's like, my real friends, good friends, are going to go like, ew, Sam, like, this isn't look for you, buddy. I'm like, that's a real friend, because they're going to be honest with me. If I told them, hey, I'm going to spend $1,000 to go try for the NBA. Uh, you can't see me because this is audio, but I don't have NBA size. And, or nor the skill. So a real friend mm-hmm. goes like, yeah, no, don't do that. Don't waste, like, focus your energy somewhere where it's going to be a strength and not those things. So, uh, like, I see a good friend as someone who's caring, loving, funny, but also, like, real with you. Mm-hmm. Like, someone with that real, authentic is what I see as a good friend. What about you, Jay? Yeah, I, I agree with all that. Um, I, I think a, a good friend genuinely cares about you, and they don't just check in from time to time, they're they're constantly thinking about you. They're 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 there for you. They got your back. They're they're supportive. They're you know it's just not like a 
a once in a while, hey, let's catch up, but, but there's a consistency to it. So there's that um, connection there. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think that closeness, that communication, um, just being there for them, supporting them, you know, and just um, even, you know, and also I, I agree with too is um, that we are able to speak into each other's life, you know, because a lot of times relationships can be kind of fluff and surfacy and we only talk about certain things, but then that friend that can kind of call things out, you know, that, that can be in, in a loving way, you know, yeah. accountability, whereas like, hey, listen, bro, um, you know, the, when you say that, when you do that, you really should be careful because if you don't, you know, this can happen as a result. So, you know, that person will take you aside and, and, and tell you the truth, really, about yourself because uh, just like it says in the Proverbs, uh, uh, wounds of a friend can be trusted. So I think that's important as well. All right. Um, what impact can healthy relationships have on a teenager, preferably your teenager or the teenagers you work with? Well, think of, I mean, when I hear that, just think of what happens. Guilty by association, right? Yeah. So bad, you know, if they're having bad rela- bad friendships, bad relationships, I mean, that you can you can get scars, you can get emotional baggage at any age, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think even trauma stuff happening. I mean, any age can cause, like, lifelong issues. I mean, obviously things you can overcome, but it's still, like, that. But healthy relationship kind of, you know, gives more healing than scars, Right. And so as a teenager, as they are still so vulnerable to the world and all those things out there, it's like so much more important for them to have a healthy relationship with people and how well that can help them to know what true friendship is like, to know what true communication is like, know what it's like to talk through hard times. And so you can gain so much EQ, like emotional and emotion knowledge through good, healthy relationships. And so that's why it's so important for teenagers to have those and even see examples through our relationships as adults, right? So they can, how, how do they know what a good relationship is? They may see you. They see the way you interact with your friends, your spouse, whatever's going on there, your coworkers. So we are the example of good health relationships, and they see how well that works, and like, man, I need that in my life because I want that. So it can really save them from some damage, but also build them up so well. Mm-hmm. I think the key word is uh, impact. You know, I like that word because... People can impact pack us in different ways. So, because uh, you typically when you when you hear the word impact, you're like, man, this person impacted my life. But it's usually in a positive light. But uh, somebody can also impact your life in a negative way as well and be uh, a negative influence on your life. So, so yeah, I think uh, having those conversations with our student, with our teenager about uh, who's impacting you. Like, are, are they make are how do they make you a better person? You know, going back to the chair illustration. Um, are they dragging you down or are they, or are they build, uh, bringing you up? And so th- those conversations are important because impact uh, can make a difference for their life and for their future. All right, um, what about this? How can we as adults help focus on building healthy relationships? So uh, how, how can, you know, youth workers, parents, how, how can we do that? What do you think? Uh, Bouncing off what you just said, like the conversations, right? I mean, you're, you're like... It's really hard to grow if you don't ask questions and you aren't like figuring out answers. The same thing with teenagers. If they're like, if they're scared to conceal questions about things or they like um, feel lost in a situation, not asking questions or talking, I think that's very important. But another thing is too, it's how we communicate it. Uh, just because we're talking to their friends, right? We're talking about their friends. Mm-hmm. So we want them to kind of 
I say as, as you communicate, like, hey, you use the quote we talked about, like, is this relationship, like, is this friend bringing you down or is it building you up? Because sometimes what they think is something that's building them up because it's so funny and like it's kind of cool, this and that. It's like, well, we have to teach them. Like actually, you know, getting in trouble, getting detention referrals is like, that's not good. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have to put like a healthy stopping point in that. Like, yeah, like I know it may seem fun, but like it's just going to hurt you more down the road. So I would, I would say let them control the conversation in a way. Let them explain things because they're going to slip things out. They're going to be like, oh, wait, you know what? This person may be bad because I'm saying all the things they do. Instead of us trying to pick it apart, just go like, hey, to be honest, a friend that's going to get you in trouble in school is going to hurt you because you want to get into this college, right? And so just kind of letting them control the conversation and then you, as you feel necessary, you know your teen better than we do. And so input the wisdom that you think is required in the moment, but just let them talk. Let them show you how much joy this friend brings them, but also you get to see like the deep impact behind it. It's like, yeah, you know how he got upset that he did that? It's like, well, that could be a bad relationship. And so really just we as adults just need to let the kids talk. And some things mm-hmm. are going to offend us. Some things are going to drive us wild. Some things are going to make us feel really old. Like, oh, man, like, what, what what does that even mean? Uh, but just go and open-minded. But no, but obviously, as youth workers or as parents, it's like, hey, we have our standards. We have rights and wrongs. And so definitely implement those, but just in a loving way to where they're not feeling belittled and just kind of let them steer the conversation as you, uh, it's like teaching them how to drive. They got their permit. You're in a passenger seat, just along with them, teaching them the right things to do when they talk about it. Mm. That's good. And you know, another thing I was thinking about as you were talking is, I think we as parents or even youth workers need to lead by example when it comes to relationships. Mm-hmm. Who are we hanging out with? When our when our students, when our teen looks at us, uh, are our friends right for us? You know, are they, you know, are you sitting around you know, with your friends talking about inappropriate things and cussing and and uh, just, you know, making poor decisions with your life. And I'm not trying to be judgy here, but I'm just saying they're watching your life. You know, even though you may think, oh, they don't care. They're 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 in their own little world. No, they're watching. Uh, they're listening. They're they're paying attention. They're and they're sponges. They're they're taking it all in. So yeah, we want them to have good, healthy relationship with their friends, but we also have to model that. And again, like we said in the last uh, episode, the last podcast, is bringing those stories, um, again, of people that you hung out with and, and uh, just, you know, how you, uh, th- those friends got you in trouble and uh, how you learned from that. Uh, I know for me, uh, I, I, you know, do my best to, to help my, my, my teenagers think about their choices with who they hang out with. And I always tell them the story that I also share in the classroom about when I was in high school, I got invited to a party. And the party was just kind of a social gathering. It was at a friend's house. And then all of a sudden, the new kid, brand new to our school, brought alcohol. And they started passing around. Everybody started getting you know, tipsy and, and uh, drunk. And um, before you know it, the party got out of control. And I made an executive decision. And me and my friends, we left the party and, and just did not stay. And I look back with no regrets. And so bringing those personal stories are going to be helpful and uh, in helping your students choose the right friends and make those right choices with their, the friendships in their life. So, well, I think I think we nailed it again. So let's go ahead and uh, call it a close here, and uh, we'll we'll pick it up again on the next podcast. So, till then, 
Take care. See you. Thank you for listening to Baffled, helping you understand your misunderstood team. We hope you enjoyed the show today. For more inspiration and information, check out our website at m2l.org. Feel free to ask questions, call, or email us.